Well, good morning, my friend. It is Friday morning. Can you imagine? Here we are, the end of the week, and it is good to have you along with us this morning. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Always good to have people along with me this morning as we end out the week. And I'm getting ready for the weekend, of course, here at our church. Always looking forward to a good weekend, waiting to see what God's going to do at our church. And I um, had a good day out soul winning yesterday, was able to lead a couple to Christ. And I'm um, always enjoyed being able to go out soul winning and seeing what God's going to do. Kind of a, it was kind of a day where I'll be honest with you, where I, I began to wonder if I was going to run into anybody. No one was answering doors, no one on the streets. Then God just kind of opened it up, and God kind of, and God led me to a couple of different people, one in a house, the other in a, just a young man walking down the street. Always exciting to see people saved. I hope that you go out this weekend and that you're looking to see people saved. I, that's the heartbeat of Christ. That's what the church needs to do. And I'm afraid that in this generation, we've kind of gotten away from the soul winning side of what God wants us to do, which is the major part of the church. That's the Great Commission. And um, part the major part of it, you can't even start the Great Commission without soul winning. Everybody talks about it, but very few people do the very first step that it takes. And I would encourage you to be a part of the of the soul winning part of your church. And if you have a soul winning day tomorrow, then you make sure that you're there, reaching people for Christ, get involved in a bus ministry, reaching people, bringing them to church. That's what God blesses. I'd encourage you to do so. And of course, then at our church this weekend, a great day on Sunday morning. Then Sunday night, we have a we have our first college graduation, Opaz Baptist College graduation, and then also an ordination service along with it. Two of the men that are graduating are going to be ordained as well. And I'd encourage you, if you can, to, if you're in the area, stop by and, and have a good part with us on Sunday night. I want to read to you this morning as we talk about how to be a blessing from Zechariah chapter 8 and verse 13. The scripture says, And it shall come to pass that as ye were a curse among the heathen, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so will I save you, and ye shall be a blessing. Fear not, let your hands be strong. Now in the verse I just read to you, Zechariah is prophesying about the coming blessing of Israel. Israel had been in captivity for many years. And for these people, they thought their best days were over. However, God said that he would save them one day and they would be a blessing. Now, the desire of every believer should be this, be a blessing to others. I find, sadly, that many are burdened to others because of their negativity. Some are weight to others because their life is all wrapped up with themselves. However, you will never be a blessing to others without living your life, get this now, to help others. Live the selfless life to be a blessing to others. Nobody has ever been a blessing to someone else who lived their life for themselves. Now, there are several things about this verse that I'd like to show you about how you can be a blessing to others first. You must determine to be a blessing to others. In other words, determine not to make yourself the issue in life. You're never going to be a blessing to anyone when you feel like life revolves around you. The first step of being a blessing to others, ready? Die to yourself. Selfish people are a blessing to nobody. Because, and, and, and can't put this way, they're not even a blessing to themselves. 
Selfish people live for themselves and are never happy because selfish living always brings dissatisfaction. True joy is found when you die to self and live to please God first and others second. You'll find the satisfaction for which you're seeking when you live to be a blessing for others. When you're living for yourself, nothing that anybody does for you is ever good enough. You always gripe and complain when you're living for self because no matter what someone does for you, never good enough because they didn't do more for you. You got to take your eyes off yourself. You got to die to yourself. You're going to be a blessing to others. Second, don't let fear control your life. Notice that God told them, fear not, right after he told them they'd be a blessing. Fear keeps you from doing what it takes to be a blessing. Um, you cannot live in fear and be a blessing to anybody. Fear drives you to sit because of the anxiety of what might happen if you don't sit. One reason so many people beca have become disenchanted with life is because they live in fear. If you want to be a blessing to others, you must not let fear control your thought process. Fear breeds fear, which drives you into greater worry about everything around you. If you want to be a blessing to others, you have to silence the voice of fear so that you can be a blessing to others. Third, you must let faith control your life. Faith silences fear. Faith living never is never about self, but it's always about living for God to help others. Now you become a great blessing to others when you let faith become the driving force of your life. The reason that faith allows you to be a blessing is because faith pleases God. And when you please God, you'll be a blessing to everyone else. Living a life of faith always is always accomplished when you start living to be a blessing to others. Fourth, if you want to be a blessing to others, you must be strong and not let difficulty stop you. In other words, you're going to face obstacles in life. But when you live to be a blessing to others, you're determined to find a way to overcome those obstacles. You can't easily quit when obstacles come if you want to be a blessing to others. Now, let me ask you, are you a blessing to those around you? Do you live each day to be a blessing to somebody? The greatest joy in life is found when you stop living for yourself. Start living to be God's conduit to be a blessing to others. The greatest joy I have found in life, listen to me, is when Alan Domley takes Alan Domley out of his own perception and Alan Domley lives first to please God, second to help others. If Alan Domley can simply be, if I could put this way, if I can be the garden hose from the faucet to the flower in life, from God to the person, I find true joy. But if Alan Domley only wants the water for himself, he never gets it. He's never happy because it's never good enough. You've got to learn that if you're going to be a blessing to others, if you're going to find true joy in life, live to please God, live to please others. Forget about yourself. 
Stop griping about what nobody is doing for you what, and how nobody cares about you and go live for others. And then you'll find all your little problems that you think are so bad aren't so bad because you're living to please others. That's where true joy comes in. Well, my friend, I hope this is a help to you today. And this weekend, now let's remember this weekend. Hey, let's be good to everyone because everyone's having a tough time. Have a great weekend, my friend.